say that I have lost control of my mind? Why do you say that I am mad? Can you not see that I have full control of my mind? Is it not clear that I am not mad? Indeed, the illness only made my mind, my feelings, my senses stronger, more powerful. My sense of hearing especially became more powerful. I could hear sounds I have never heard before. I heard sounds from heaven and I heard sounds from hell. Listen, listen, I will tell you how it happened. You will see, you will hear how healthy my mind is. It is impossible to say that the idea first entered my head. There, there was no reason for what I did. I did not hate the old man. I even loved him. He had never hurt me. I did not want his money. I think it was his eye. His eye was like the eye of a vulture. The eye of those terrible birds that watch and wait while an animal dies and then fall upon the dead body and pour it to pieces and eat it. When the old man looked at me with his vulture eyes, I could feel a feeling went up and, up and down my back, even my blood became cold. And so I finally decided I had to kill the old man and close that eye forever. So think that I am mad. And I'm a kind of man, but you should have seen me during all those weeks. I was friendly to the old man as I could be. I warm and loving. I was warm and loving. Every night about 12 o'clock, I slowly opened his door. And when the door was open wide enough to put my hand in, and then my head, in my hand I held a light covered over with a cloth so that no light showed. And I stood there quietly. And carefully, I lifted the cloth just a little, so that a single, thin, small light fell across the eye. For seven nights I did this, seven long nights, every night at midnight. Always the eye was closed, so it was impossible for me to do the work, for it was not the old man. Thick and black, I knew he could not see the opening of the door. 
to push the door slowly, softly. I put in my head. I put in my hand with the covered light suddenly. The old man sat straight up in bed and cried, Who's there? I stood quite still. For a whole hour, I did not move. I did not move, nor did I hear him again lie down in his bed. He just sat there, listening. Then I heard a sound, an old cry of fear, which escaped from the old man. Now I knew that he was sitting up in bed, filled with fear. I knew that he knew that I was there. He did not see me there. He could not hear me there. He felt me there. Now he knew that death was standing there. Slowly, little by little, I lifted the cloth into the small, small light, escaped from under it all to fall upon, to fall upon the vulture eye. He was open. Graciously looked straight at me. I could not see the old man's face, only that eye. The hard blue eye and the blood in my body became like ice. Have I not told you that my hearing had become unusually strong? I could hear a quick, low, soft sound, like the sound of the cloth heard through the wall. It was beating on the old man's heart. I tried to stand quietly, but the sound grew louder. The old man's fear must have been great indeed, and as the sound grew louder, my anger became greater and more plentiful. But it was more than anger. In the quiet night, in the dark silence of the bedroom, my anger became fear for the heart was beating so loudly that I was sure someone was here. The time I come, I rushed into the room crying, Die! Die! The old man gave a loud cry of fear as I fell upon him and held the bed covered tightly over his head till his heart was beating. But I smiled as I felt the success was near. For many minutes, the heart continued to beat stop. The old man was dead. I took away the bed covers and held my ear over his heart. There was no sound. Yes, he was dead. Dead as a stone. His eye would not trouble me anymore. So, I am mad, you say. You should have seen how careful I was to put the body where no one could First I cut off the head, then the arms and the legs. I was careful not to let a single drop of blood fall on the floor. I pulled up three of the boards that formed the floor and put the pieces of the body there. Then I put the boards down again, carefully. So carefully that no human eye could see that they had been moved. As I finished this work, I heard that someone was at the door. It was now four o'clock in the morning.
But still, Lord, I had no fear. However, as I went down to open the door, three men were at the door, three officers of the police. One of the neighbors I heard the old man's cry and called the police. These three had come to ask questions and to search the house. I asked the policeman to come in. The cry I said was my own. I breathed. The old man I said was away. He had gone to visit a friend in the country. I took them through the whole house, telling them, search it all. To search well, I let them finally into the old man's bedroom. As if playing a game with them, I asked them to sit down and talk for a while. My easy, quiet manner made the policeman believe my story. So they sat talking with me in a friendly way. But although I answered them in the same way as a wish that they would go away, my head hurt and there was a strange sound in my ears. I talked more and faster. The sound became clearer, and still the sound talked. Suddenly, I knew that the sound was not in my ears. It was not just inside my head. At that moment, I must have become quite white. I talked still faster and louder, and the sound too became louder. It was quick, low, soft sound like the sound of a clock heard through a wall, the sound I knew well. Louder it became and louder. Why did the men not go away? Louder and louder I stood and walked quickly around the room. I pushed my chair across the floor to make more noise to cover that terrible sound. I talked even louder until the men sat and talked smiled. And it was possible they could not hear. No, they heard. I was certain of it. They knew. Now it was they who were playing a game with me. I was suffering more than I could hear from their smile, from their sound, louder and louder and louder. Suddenly, I could bear no longer. I pointed at the boards and cried, Yes, yes, I killed them. Pull up the boards and you shall see I killed them. Why, why does his heart not stop beating? Why does he not stop?